And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Hello, it is a Monday afternoon, beautiful day out, and we are in the Gluntmobile heading out to the movies, not to our usual movie place, to a different movie theater, because our usual movie place is not playing this movie. No, they're showing that dumb Ant-Man and Wasp movie instead that's yeah. taking up all the, all the space. Which we saw yesterday. I'm having <laughs> a lot of weekends of like two or three movies. It's I know, great. It's been an expensive movie summer. So, uh... We are heading, we are going to, we have committed back from, as you know, as, as since you're listening to this, we're years the ago title. now. Yeah. We saw the, the first purge, well, the, the, the actual beginning. The purge. The purge. The actual purge movie. And then just decided to keep tracking the sequels as they came out, because kind of like the first one, even though in retrospect it's the crappiest of the purge movies. Yeah. It's kind of a crappy movie that blew its potential. But then each time they they started building more and more towards their, like the second the 2 and 3 both had Frank Grillo in them yep. basically being the Punisher, yep. <laughs> a more ethical Punisher and uh, took on more and more John Carpenter tone and took on more of a more action like the first movie that was what was kind of disappointing of it about it was... It was all in the house. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a home invasion story. Which, which was neat. It was a nice little claustrophobic Super low budget. Thing. Yeah, we kind of... I think we described that as kind of a Halloween-y thing. But the, yeah, but they start... But the idea of the Purge was such a great idea that you wanted to see it, you know? And yeah. meanwhile, you only saw it from these people's houses. So it, it became a... A, a suburban morality play whereas the second two became more like political and urban yeah and they, there was that you were in a city where people were fighting which is what you want to see now the story and this one is is this one is pure ur- hard R urban horror yeah um black exploitation film and a prequel and a prequel the first purge so, I personally think they've all been sort of getting better and better. So, word on the street is this is the best one yet. So, I'm kind of excited for it. We, we took this little franchise under our wing. and Probably the only podcast in the world covering it. No, that's probably not true. But I heard <laughs> that there's even, there's like a TV show being, yes, being floated or that, made or that whatever. might be, I don't know what they can do with that. I actually read some comments about the show or, and the series online and one person came up with a kind of a good thought on it and uh, they said something to the effect of, you know, why do we always you know, why do we always have to just see people that want to go out and murder, you know, maybe we should do some stuff like 
someone tries to break into a you know a hospital to to get some medical some medicine to give to people and stuff like that right. or see more angles like that of people you know not just specifically wanting to go oh, rob a people. bank yeah yeah <laughs> nothing, nothing to stop you from robbing a bank, right? No, well, I'm no. sure there's people at the yeah, bank with yeah, guns. Yeah, except for the private army that the bank would have hired, you know, right. for the purge. Right, constant <laughs> some poison gas. Yeah. It's the purge. Mm-hmm. So, the, yeah. Or, how does it happen out in the sticks? Right. Oh, that would be nice. This, the purge out in the sticks would be like, sort of like, um, deliverance writ large. <laughs> right, you know? yeah. So... You know, there's gangs of redneck hunters going after each other. I would enjoy that. Yeah, they could uh, just they could just pick a year of the purge and then have the purge and stories of the purge from different. So there's, I guess, there's endless possibilities yeah. for a TV show. Although at first thought, it seems like it would be really limited. Yeah. But then again, you've got a lot of cities. <laughs> it depends if they do it in like vignettes like that. If they do it like different characters, you know, constantly rotating characters. I don't think you want to follow one person through a whole season if you of the wanted, Purge. If you wanted to get arty about it, you could have it all, the whole season leading up to the Purge in the last like two episodes be the Purge. Right. So you could build this whole thing of people planning and yeah. against their grudges and mm. and all that. Yeah, that that would be artier. I don't think that that, I don't know if that's gonna, gonna keep your, that would be the average. attention span yeah. kind of thing. But anyway, yeah, lots of possibilities. We'll We'll be back eating somewhere, not at Five Guys, because we ate at Five Guys after Wasp and Ant-Man. So, we will have our review then. We're back. Not in Five Guys. Today, we are in Burger Thing. Burger Thing, definitely. One thing I remembered about this Burger Thing, their ice is gross. <laughs> I wish I'd remembered that. My soda's kind of gross. But... I didn't remember that because it was like a year ago we ate here. Mm-hmm. Let's see how spicy my spicy chicken is. Yeah. Not really. But you know what? That was a damn good movie. That movie was pretty spicy. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah, I'm impressed. They get better every time. Yeah. We picked a good franchise to... Especially after that first movie. Because we were like, yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Oh, this is spicy. And when the sequel came out, we were like, yeah, we might as well uh, stick with this. Continue, yeah. Here we are four years later. Um, Boy, it was a great movie. I didn't even think to, like, be like, oh, I better start looking for Buffalo landmarks. Yeah, Because I got so sucked into the movie. I don't know enough of them, so I mean... Couple big buildings I might have recognized, but I wonder if that apartment complex is a Buffalo. That's what I'm betting. Yeah, that's where a lot of the filming was. So, but um, straight up black exploitation pick. 
Um, I mean, the first Purge movie was was white people. Yeah, white family. Yeah. White people. The second and third one had strong black characters, mm-hmm. but the lead was the Punisher, basically. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, doesn't no, have no white saviors in this one. This is all. This does not have any hardcore. white people on the good guy side. Nope. None, right? I can't. I can't think of any. It's all the whole. Yep. The whole cast of of positive characters are all all black. Or, and they play a little with. Oh, uh, steal one of your napkins. Mm-hmm. You know, they play a little with the uh, the, the protagonist isn't necessarily a quote unquote good guy. No, he's a straight up drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. He's a drug dealer with a heart of, heart of gold. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, looking out for the community. Which they actually do. You know, in a way. But there's some discussion about that, too, you know. About how he's, you know, killing this community. You know, this is the purge is doing it one night a year, and you're doing it every day. Well, so there's some soul surgery going on. Well, as much as can be in a in an exploitation yeah. film. And boy, it plays like right out of the headlines from today. There's all sorts of... Yeah, quite a few nods. When they, uh... they very, very def- deftly... Every, everything in this movie is done with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But at the beginning, they like... Mm. The Republicans and the Democrats are being unseated by a third party mm-hmm. so that they didn't... So neither party can blame anything being laid on their feet at their feet for this movie. But and despite the promo materials, which is basically a MAGA hat, um, they don't really. You know, it's not a Trump analog as the president. No. Um, I don't even think we see the president, do we? We do. We see him yeah. like. But he comes on to announce it. Experiment. But um. You know, basically, we're more, more seeing like the the um, Greek choruses, like the president's press secretary character, who totally looks like John Spicer. Yeah, that's very Spicer. He's a little more uh, willing to kill than than probably John Spicer is. I'm going to assume, but um, yeah, all the all the references to modern political stuff are right on the nose mm-hmm. and. But that's the thing is, it does it doesn't get a chance to get preachy because it is just suspense. Basically, it it does its job. It's a suspense hard R horror movie that's yeah. genuinely like tense all the way. Once the purge starts, it's yeah. tension all the way through. Yeah, and I think a lot better than the other ones. I, mean, mm-hmm. I seem to remember like the second one and third one having some drag time in a couple spots, but it just keeps you. Really riveted. I mean, it was really compelling. Once it gets going, it just mm-hmm. goes. And, and there's there's some fun little gags, and you know, these people are purging. Uh, the two older ladies. I guess we're spoiling. I mean, you can't really. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. There's, let's just say there's you know there's different people enjoying their purge the different way. 
in creative ways. They always have nice creative ways. Uh, one of the things they use, this isn't really spoilery, but some people are using the, the video contact lenses when that adds to the atmosphere. It's got a lot creepier atmosphere mm -hmm. than the other ones, I think. Well, yeah, you know, you know the people who are willing, willing to kill yeah. uh, have glowing eyes because the, the setup is this isn't really a purge. They, they close off Staten Island and sort of do a test run on it. No, it's voluntary. So everybody who stays for it's getting five thousand bucks. Right. So that's that's if you, way. Yeah. if you wear your glowing eyes and go out and, and make more participate. <laughs> now they they pretty much like are like seem to be like the crime they focus on is murder. They're like wanting to get people to murder. Mm -hmm. So. Basically, if, if you're wearing your contact lenses and you go out and start murdering, yeah, you can build up a nice little paycheck for yourself. And there's a very clear agenda behind the purge. And right. We'll start it. We won't spoil, but try to figure it out. Yeah, there's not much to figure out since they almost spell, you know. <laughs> yeah. But by the time... By the time they start revealing stuff, if you don't... If you haven't figured it out, like, by the time they start revealing it movie-wise... Somebody vocalizes it like within right. 30 seconds. We were watching it and we'd be like, oh, here's it. And then somebody would say the words and we'd go, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. there you go. But it's nice just to make sure everyone's on track. Hmm? I'd forgotten, I saw the trailers, but I'd forgotten that Marissa Tomei, uh, Aunt May herself, is, is in this. Yeah, we were saying in the car that the acting is definitely, like, consistently really good throughout this. Ooh. And very strongest John Carpenter vibes, I think, so far. Very escape from New York at points. Like, down to the filming where not so much the soundtrack this time I think there was a very intentional kind of A.U.'s Carpenter vibe to some of the other soundtracks and this one didn't grab me quite as this well. one had some synth in it but yeah. it also had like well, tons of great rap music rap music too, like yeah. great rap music mm -hmm. like like you could tell they found real real good songs to put in it instead of just like well let's uh Throwing some public enemies. No, well, you know, they usually get like it's ex it's expensive to get the good music. Yeah. So they would get some like sort of cheeso rap thing, but the filmmakers were like trying for a layer of level of authentic. This this thing is gonna play in the ghetto like it's nobody's business. Yeah. Um, Inner city, I think, is the. the PC term these days. Yeah, I call it the ghetto though, because that's what it really is. <laughs> it's the ghetto. Yeah. The man sets up ghettos. That's that's it, and that's driven home pretty well in, in this one. Well, man, we haven't had a good quality, low budget black exploitation movie right. in so long, and if there's ever been a time for them. Now is the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
the last black exploitation movie I remember coming out is Jane Gordon Chain. Yeah. And that was not a low budget. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed we didn't see like, you know, Staten Island, I figured we'd see like, you know, David David Pascarello's neighborhood doing the purge thing. But they never got to that side of Staten Island. <laughs> That's another whole world. Well, it's like basically the Perch movies have been moving down in financial status yeah. to who they to the, who they you know who they portray, which is good. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the main characters of the first that the original Perch movie were not just upper middle class; they were like in a in a rich neighborhood. Yeah, and. They were actually richer than other people because they'd been selling purge right. <laughs> protection. Yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of nice. Uh, the filmmaking on these is like. I, I don't know. I don't think it was the same guy that started all this that was directing this time. He was still on a producer, I think. Um, well, Michael Bay's name's in there on the producers. Well, I think whoever the director was of this one was was a slightly better eye than the other ones. And they did a lot of visually cool yeah. little visual things. You know, as I said, with the eyes and the smoke bomb scene in the movie that's pretty spectacular. And it's low bu- and, and the, the scene with the emergency lights in the, yeah. in the apartment building. But, you know, it's a low-budget movie. And it did like Escape from New York did. Where you don't have money to shoot in Staten Island or New York, so right. you keep everything close in. Yeah, yeah. And everything, even when you're outdoors, is very like claustrophobic. Well, yeah, they could have they could have filmed that whole movie in like one neighborhood in Buffalo. I mean, the church, you know, they had a yeah. church scene, and you know, they had to have probably soundstage stuff for the the government shit or whatever. But um, yeah, it was nice. But I mean. They did some really great things with color, I thought. I mean, really bold blood colors in this, and especially since a lot of them were, you know, some of the scenes were almost black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and you just get these glorious sick fucks that we are. You get these glorious, you know, blood splatter effects. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's not super gory, but it's not afraid to be... Yeah be brutal when it has to. Uh, one, of, one of the antagonists is a pretty memorable character, Skeletor. Uh, he's he's basically, it, it, it's <laughs> such a mishmash of movies, because like yeah. Skeletor, the whole Skeletor arc is very uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a genuinely frightening character. <laughs> I almost wish we'd gotten a little more of him. Uh, that's what these, these movies are all teased, yeah, though. Yeah. They're all not all teens, they're just giving you a little more every time. And there's a scene near the climax that's like ripped right out of Die Hard, mm-hmm. right down to the guy wearing the same like white tank top. Was that where it on their shoulder? Or, oh yeah, there's, there's scenes from Die Hard, there's scenes from the Daredevil TV show. Yeah, yeah, the great hallway fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like reference, not even, they're, they're not references, it's just there's a lot of the feel of a yeah. lot of good exploitation. Yeah. And, and in a truly exploitive move, 
halfway through the credits, instead of doing a <laughs> a cutscene, they do a they do an ad for the Purge TV show. Yeah, they tease it because just a couple seconds in the credits, they do like you know a little epilogue thing. You know? Right, right. Yeah, with, with the, the strong Spicer, you know, talking about how it went. And then, yeah, all of a sudden there's a commercial for the, the 10 episode TV series that's coming up. And uh, I think I'll definitely be watching that, Fucker. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think we might have to uh, rep- we might have to watch that and report on that. We could, we could do a mindless dribble. I could even do the editing duties on that one. Ooh. <coughs> all right, so go see the. Go see First Purge. You don't even have to see in any of the other Purge movies to see it. As a matter of fact, yep. you can hey, watch, watch First Purge first. and then watch one through three, and you'd be all all in order. Yeah. All right. Signing off from Burger Thing with our crappy mildewy flavored drinks, <laughs> but with a good movie and two good movies under our belts in two days. Awesome. Yeah. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O. T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. Dumbass. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening, and join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. Hi, this is John Waters, and you're listening to Two True Freaks. Keep on listening, or I'll have you killed.